You are listening to the No Tracers podcast. Welcome to darkness. Step into the world of decay, abandonment, and chaos. The story of an urban explorer starts here, at the beginning. Welcome to the podcast you've been looking for all along. This is No Tracers. Here, we take only photos. We leave only footprints. And remember, leave no trace. What's up? Welcome back to No Tracers. I'm your host, K, just the letter K. You can find me on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube at No Tracers. Just look it up. You'll find all my social media. Or you can just look in the description and click on the beacons.ai link and that will show you all my social media, my website, all the good stuff that you may need to find. So this week on No Tracers, I am speaking with a guy named Ben. He's known as Places Forgotten. You can find him on Instagram and TikTok. He's gotten quite successful with his Urbex content, and I'm super stoked to talk to him about some stories, especially the fact that he likes to explore dead people's houses. <laughs> You'll understand the reference when you get into the episode, but before we get started, I just got to thank our partner, Liquid Death Mountain Water. If you've never heard of Liquid Death, well, hey, it's uh, canned water. You know, we like canned water. It's better than plastic bottles. Uh, you can actually recycle aluminum, which is nice. They give a percentage of their proceeds to cleaning up the oceans, which I think is amazing and amicable. Thank you guys for doing that. If you guys want to give Liquid Death a try, go to liquiddeath.com and use promo code just the letter K at checkout and you can get 10% off your order. Thank you guys for doing that. I appreciate it. And lastly, I just want to say, if you didn't know, I have two photography books about urban exploring out on my website, notracers.com slash shop. Go pick up a book. I'll sign it for you and send it out as soon as possible. Super stoked for this episode. Let's go ahead and get into it. Places forgotten. Please introduce yourself and how long you've been exploring to the No Tracers audience. My name's Ben. Um, I go by Instagram as Ben James, but Places Forgotten is my handle on uh, on Instagram and, and, and TikTok, which I joined not that long ago. Well, welcome. Welcome to the TikTok world. Uh, how's how's yeah. it going for you? You know, uh, it's funny because um, I was told, you know, you've got to get on it. And I, I was of the opinion that TikTok was just for, you know, dancing 14-year-olds <laughs> yep. and uh, and people at school doing their rap battles and stuff. Yeah. And so I joined it and I thought I might go okay. And I remember my first video got to 10,000 views. I said, oh, this isn't bad. And then when they started to get in the millions, I thought, okay, this is quite good. <laughs> yeah. Then, no then there's a side of it as well, that that leaves you open for more uh, hate and, and criticism, mm. which comes with anything. Exactly. But, um, I've been exploring for about, I think, four years. And this past year has definitely been the, the best, most successful year of all the places I've seen. Um, and, and, you know, my Instagram's done a lot better and uh, made a lot more contacts and, and doing fun stuff like this. So it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Can you talk about like the pros and cons of social media? Uh, this is usually a question I ask later on in the show, but yeah, I think it's important yeah. that we talk about it now that we're discussing, you know, your growth on TikTok and Instagram. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I think pros is definitely um, 
you get your your pictures and your locations you know not the locations as in dropping pins but you get your pictures where you've been out there um and 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 people reach out and say hey you know this is amazing i went here i haven't been here and this looks great you captured this well and you know i started off just going into places uh that now i probably wouldn't go to just with my phone and i think okay you know i'm i'm improving um so on that side it's great you know a lot of nice people you make contacts you get to see more places travel a lot more but then the cons is um there's there's a i, I didn't realize how much bullying there is online and there's mm-hmm. an awful lot of bullying when when you uh have a a fairly reasonable following you get a lot of people that think you know you're selling these places up i think like oh, how yeah. am i going over to you know georgia and setting up an entire abandoned hospital um a lot of people saying you know uh you know you break in you know trespass is illegal you know and and, and stuff like that and it's a bit frustrating because if you put a lot of work into it and you get a lot of criticism you know you can't you can't take it you know carter said to me big banks mm-hmm. lovely guy said to me you know you'll get a lot and I thought, no, I won't. And I did. <laughs> Don't get as much now. But, you know, I've had some horrible things said about me online. And you just kind of have to just not let it get to you. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I think we all say, like, don't let it get to you. But, you know, we kind of carry that with us. You know, it, it does it does affect us. It can affect us. And, I mean, I've been on doing stuff online, social media-wise, for over a decade Um and so I've heard, you know, my fair share. I've been called everything in the book. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. it's it's just the way it is. You know, it's, it it's is, the internet. It is. People are and, and, people and think we're honest. anonymous. Yeah, and, it, and it's it's a bit of a different hobby as well, isn't it? You know, it's mm-hmm. not like we're going out to play, you know, football or you know, right. hockey or something. Um, <laughs> as people word it to me, you know, why are you going to dead people's houses? <laughs> You know, that's a favorite. That's a good <laughs> you know, one. why are you why are you rooting through dead people's things? It's like right. it's not like <laughs> so it's definitely you know, even like my that. stepmom even my stepmom doesn't get it and then she said, Oh, if I saw you going into my dead neighbor's house, Ben, I would call the police and I just thought, Well, you're the worst person. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like you in the community. Exactly, so. exactly. Man, yeah. so before we started, we were talking about this boxing fight that we just took place in this abandoned building. And yeah. uh, it's crazy because we had death threats from people in the community. We had really? people locking up spots. We had people threatening to call the cops, which like within the community, like it's one of the number one rules is like, don't snitch on each yeah. other. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, yeah. it, it's kind of weird how people were so butthurt that they didn't get invited to the thing that they were like, we're going to call the cops on you. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. You know what? The community can be a wonderful thing, but then it, it does bring out the worst. You know, I I remember yeah. I I got asked for some help. I, I got back from France earlier this year, and a, a, a YouTuber, obviously, I'm never going to mention names. Hey, listen, I'm I'm going. Can I get some help? I said, Yeah, sure. Gave them some help, and they went into the pins, and they got videos, and then they got back. I hadn't spoken to them, and they and they just blocked me, and what? I thought, oh, okay, why? And I found out through a friend, it's, oh, because, cause, you know, you, 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 you reply to one of their stories. Oh, right. Okay. And you can sit here and think, okay, you know, what's up with that? But unfortunately, this kind of thing happens a lot. I've, I've had, I, and it, this happens in England. People are in places. If you're on a live where you do a live, which I'm not a big fan of, really, mm-hmm. people call the police. And you think, why? We're all in this, we're all in the same hobby. You know, you can understand yeah, exactly. if it's the, the nosy neighbor, but when it's somebody in the community, yeah. it's, um, it can bring out the worst in people, which is a shame, but yeah, I guess it's definitely. competition. 
Yeah. 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 No, for sure. I think that's a huge part of it, you know, and the, the whole live streaming while exploring thing, like I, I get why people do it, but I also think it's like adding to your risk factor of getting caught because like yes. somebody can send that live stream to, you know, the cops or whoever, and they know exactly where you are. But one of my favorites, uh, there's an explorer named shy that I've been trying to get on the podcast for mm -hmm. like ever. And this guy live streams from his GoPro while he's like train hopping. And I'm like, this is the cool, like I've never seen anybody do that. And it's so sick just to watch that kind of stuff. But for you, like what initially got you into exploring abandoned places? Well, you know, I was never really into sports, so I, I'm, I'm lucky that I found something I was into. Um, it was just a few years ago. I was, I was down in, in a place called uh, Devon in England in the coast and um, came across this uh, very big, very, very big hotel. And I thought, well, this looks pretty interesting. Literally walking past, I had no idea what Urbex was. And obviously I could see it wasn't open. So I, I went for a walk around. Um, I went on the roof through the, the, the fire stairs and there was a, a broken window and I went in and, and the whole thing was open. I thought, well, this is fun. I'm, I'm going to take some pictures because, you know, it kind of reminded me of a horror film. Yeah. And um, I, I was in there for a couple of hours and I left. And then it turned out, I found out a couple of weeks later, it was quite a famous hotel and apparently it was riddled with security and, and they didn't know how I got in. I think I just picked time when the guy was you know on a coffee break sure. and I thought well you know what this is actually really fun and I kind of like the the as I got more into it, I kind of like the in a way the thrill of it I liked finding mm -hmm. places and and it seems like a lifetime ago you know four years um and you know I started taking better pictures and, and I thought well, this is this is what I want to do you know I don't want to go and play football like you know I swim now and that's great but while all my friends were doing other stuff I was happy to go and, you know, as we say, look for dead people's houses. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's what got me into it. And I think if I hadn't gone past that hotel that day, I, I never would have went to the hobby. So I think wow. everything kind of happens for a reason. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's cool that you had such a big building as like your first explorer. You know, one of my first uh, explorers ever was this 17 story abandoned hospital in Los Angeles. Oh, that, that sounds and a lot better than mine. <laughs> dude it was nuts there was like a surgical classroom with like the steep seating and like the the operation table at the very bottom this huge window oh my god it was it's that, that a beautiful was place explore? that was not my first it was i think my second or third but it was it was one of the first ones and it was like crazy but i actually took my partner recently on on her first exploration and i brought her to a giant abandoned hospital and so you know, it's, it's cool to bring somebody for their first time, like having, ha like experiencing it again through their eyes, you know, like, yes. it's just so, yeah. so magical to like bring somebody on their first urbex. And, and I guess kind of see it from their view. It's like, you know, yeah. where are we going today? Well, let, let's go to this mortuary and then we're going to go right. to dinner. <laughs> you right. know? But no, that, that hospital sounds amazing. I did, I did something like that very recently in Spain. Um, oh, wow. Was, that was, that was, I think about 18 years it has been abandoned and it had, you know, a morgue under the ground with three rooms and the the lecture room you know with the table and all the chair mm. you know all the, the seating and um it was amazing that's actually doing that's on tiktok now that's on about 3.3 .3 million so that's doing quite well wow wow um, good for you but, man that's so cool yeah. i love seeing this this hobby take off and people love the the videos they love the commentary i i do a lot of like narrations on top of my videos and that seems to be super popular uh when did you pick up a camera? Like, when did photography come into your life? I think, well, I, I started taking pictures of my first ever explore. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, okay, 
I mean, now I look back <laughs> and I think, what was I doing? <laughs> you know, my pictures were awful, but everything yeah. in practice takes time. But at the moment, you know, I was, I was toying with a camera, but now I, I still, to this day, I use my iPhone. Wow. Still use my iPhone. Love it. And then as far as like gear goes, like what, what would you recommend for people that are trying to get into the hobby? For example, like what kind of shoes do you wear? Do you bring a backpack, flashlight, like any of that oh, stuff? Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, I always wear good shoes, although I say that, but I was in, I was in Alabama and uh, South and North Carolina in April. And here I am saying, oh yeah, wear good shoes. And I think I did two weeks of, of exploring in, in flip-flops. So, I'm sorry. No. What? <laughs> yeah, honestly, honestly, and I, I look back, I think, what was I doing? I was going into these funeral homes, <laughs> you know, in flip flops and shorts, and I think, yeah, that's silly. <laughs> but um, no, normally good, comfy shoes. Um, obviously, a backpack, water. Try and take snacks mm. if you can. Power bank, um, because you don't know how long you're going to be in these places. Um, and, and obviously, the light I get, I just have a, a light from Amazon. That is amazing. It, it shoots up at the ceiling. Um, it's kind of like a mag light type. And oh, yeah. That does really well. And I love it. I, I've left about four all over America in different places. So I keep <laughs> buying new ones. But a good torch is a must. Um, I, I think generally that's kind of what you need. Oh, and generally, and I used to think, I don't need that. If you can take a couple of plasters with you, I always say to people, take that. Because I didn't used to. And I'm sure you've... Uh, cut yourself a few times on hands or whatever is oh, yeah. best for those as well yeah absolutely um speaking of like you know scrapes and bruises do you have any urban exploration injury stories that you can share um yeah i mean i actually cut my hand pretty bad i was in um the week before last i was in spain and we were getting into this um medical laboratory theater you know like a lecture theater it was amazing yeah. And I, I climbed in. I'm I'm pretty good at climbing, and I'm only you know I'm, I'm quite small. I'm not the biggest person, so I think oh, yeah, I'm I'm quite proud of my abilities to fit into windows. But every time now I go into a window, I have to go down on my front, and I always forget to wear my gloves. And mm -hmm. luckily, there's no permanent scars, but I always cut my hands. Um, I was in Germany a couple of months ago, and I went on my knees into a mortuary there, and I cut my legs to shreds and there was blood all over the floor which is great it looked good on pictures um and then when I was in France I was very lucky I was going into another mortuary there's a <laughs> habit here and I I turned very quickly and I I literally was a fraction of a millimeter away from scratching my eye with a big blade of glass in the window oh. very very thankful it just caught my cheek and yeah. you know I could feel my heart beating I thought am I blind you know, is this it? <laughs> oh my um, God. But it was fine. But, you know, it's just being careful. But no, luckily, I've never had any any uh, breaks. I've had tetanus shots. I had one, I had a tetanus shot uh, about a year ago um, because I stepped on a, a spike that went almost into my foot. Um, oh, yeah. And I've got a couple of small scars on my arms, but. You know, we, we just call them urbex wounds, you know. It's, yeah, exactly. We kind of, you know, love them and love them and keep the memories. <laughs> yeah, endless bruises, but they go. But, you know. Yeah, um, for sure. I think at the time, wow. if you're enjoying it, you kind of, you don't really notice at the time you get out. It's like, oh, I've got blood on me. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, for sure. And you just kind of keep exploring for the rest of the day until you. Oh, exactly. Yeah, don't worry if the arm falls yeah. off. We'll deal with that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, can you tell me your scariest exploration story? Um, yeah, I, I mean, there's been a few. I mean, we, uh, uh, yeah, I've been in, I, I, I used to do a lot of houses and I used to love houses. And then I found medical more interesting. So I've been very lucky this year and I've done lots of, of, of things like funeral homes. Funeral homes are very, very fun. Um, mortuaries and stuff. Um, one house I did about a year ago in England, um, I was in there with a couple of people who kept turning their lights off. Very, very big stately home. Everything was left in it. And and the neighbor actually came and kicked in the door with a cricket bat. Came in, you know, like a banshee. And this guy was like Rambo, who was out for blood. Um, But luckily I managed to to get out the back door before anything happened (laughs) and back to my car. But um, one one mortuary actually did this this is this is yet to be in the news actually i did a mortuary in in uh, england probably about three weeks ago and they had left it it sounds crazy you think how do you forget that but it closed a while ago and they had they had left um some some human remains in there wow which hadn't been incinerated uh and that was that was i'm not gonna lie quite amazing to see but then I, I was in another mortuary in Paris and that had, um, I tried to put the video on TikTok and they took it down. Loads of people complained. It had a, a human brain just wow. on the side, wow. like a dried brain, wow. um, which was amazing. Just, okay. Yeah. It's a brain, you know, just literally sat on the side oh. in the mortuary. Um, and there was also jars in there from the nineties of, of liver and lungs. Wow. Um, which was amazing. And then, then I went down to the basement and there was all these autopsy slides and photographs and there was another brain literally just in a bucket dried. Um, I remember I put that up. He said, Oh, it's fake. It's like, no, no. It, and, and it was, um, Carter actually went there recently. And I think he said the brain had moved. <laughs> but oh my God. <laughs> who plays hide and seek with a human brain? Just floating around the mortuary. <laughs> it's just doing its own thing. But, um, and, and, you know, a lot of the funeral homes I've done, you know, I, I did a few in, in South Carolina, and this is very common, boxes and boxes of, of cremains yeah. um, left. Uh, there was one I did with um, a guy called Leyland, abandoned Southeast, very, very good explorer. Yeah, yeah. And, and there was ashes in there from, I think, 2001. And there was, there was money, and we just thought, well, <laughs> did they just evaporate? So, um Wow. I, I wish I could say anything better, but human remains seems to be just what attracts, you know, what, what, what I find in these places. But, um, but I found other stuff, you know, I found it in, in one house. I found it was old notes. Actually, it was over a thousand dollars. Dang. Um, okay. That was, that was old, old notes though. And I think, well, you know, was that that rainy day fun? What happened? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but I think a lot of the stuff's left behind. One thing I never understand is uh, wardrobes of clothes. I never get that. Cause I think, right. What did you leave with? Yeah. And things like wedding photos, wedding albums. Right. Like, I, I don't understand that either. I think, right. wouldn't you take that with you? You know, whatever happened. Um, so that's that's some of the stuff. Shotguns as well, I found. I think everybody's found shotguns. Oh, yeah, for sure. I feel like that's kind of like a, especially here in the States, you know, I feel like. It's oh, yeah. In England, it's a rare In America, it's probably every, every other house. For sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was your most creative entrance into a bando? Oh my goodness, my most creative. Um you know that there's there's been a couple. There was one hospital I had to get to in England 
and part of the hospital was being converted and I wanted to get into the the mortuary and the the pathology bit so um I went to try and get in I kept getting caught so um what I did is I um I went with a friend who had a a, a works van and we got you know high-vis jackets <laughs> and we knew what time the guard would be on so we we got there on the shift change and we just drove in and we we walked in as if you know we were we were you know with the other builders we walked in behind them we hid and we knew we were going to like locked into this place and and the yeah. builders left locked us in there obviously didn't know we were in there and we stayed and we got our photos and then um we had to call security to get us out and they actually called the police. <laughs> <laughs> um, but luckily we got rid of the, the clothes we were wearing. So we just said, Oh no, we, we wanted in, you know, they didn't, they didn't know our, our plan. Um, yeah. And I get that, that was quite creative. Um, aside from that, you know, I'd love to say every place has been a walk-in, but lots of places, you know, I, I did one, one uh, incredible mortuary in a small village in France that, that is, you know, frozen since I think the seventies. And with that, I had to literally scale some rooftops. Um, uh, went with a guy who's a very good climber in France. We had to use a couple of ropes and use a couple of drop-down, you know, extendable ladders to get in there. And then that was just to make the way, you know, to, to, to see, can we get in, you know, to, to make the route. And uh, and then we had to do it all again the next morning. At, wow. Before sunrise, we had to do it in the dark and avoid the, 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 the local, you know, shopkeepers. And, uh, right. So that was, you know, that was interesting. But I think, Sometimes things like that, although it's a bit difficult, you, you get such more of a sense of satisfaction. Definitely. Yeah, you know? when you have and to like the, really work for it. Yeah, but there's been some places, you know, I've I've driven eight, nine hours before for one location. Just just on chance. So um although that wasn't the most creative way, you know, I was in I was in uh, Fort Myers in Florida uh, a month ago. Mm-hmm. And um, I heard about a funeral home up in uh, South Carolina. And I thought, okay. And I just went. And luckily, it was a success. But I thought, you know, I just, just did all that and stayed in a hotel and everything for a place that might not even be accessible or it might have gone. And luckily, it was. I, I called up. I, I knew that it was um, it was a funeral home. And, and I went on Google Maps. And there was a, a restaurant block away. So I called up the restaurant. I spoke to the manager. And I... I, I I actually paid him, I think, twenty dollars to go and say, "Hey, look, is this place still there? Or the, you know, the, the hearses are they still there?" And he thought, "Well, what are you talking?" I said, "I just want to do some filming," and he went and he checked and he said, "Yeah." He sent me an email, which I still got. I said, "Yeah, bars are still there. No one's been there in a long time. It's dusty, dirty." So I thought, brilliant. So then I got in the car. <laughs> so <laughs> this is how determined I was that it wasn't going to be a wasted journey. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool that, you know, you reached out to a local. I think oftentimes people forget that you can, like, just ask a local, you know, mm-hmm. like, give them yeah. some money, you know, ask them if the spot's there, where it's at, you know, th- any yeah. details they have. I've done it so many times, you know, and yeah. I've and, also and, had... And I... mm. Go ahead. It, it, it worked, luckily. I got him to leave a note on the, the windscreen of the hearse, and then... uh the next day, he, he he messaged me. He said, "Yeah, the note's still there." So I thought, "Well, that's good. Nobody's taken the note." So wow. I it's abandoned, and it was. And it was actually a, a funeral home, a mortuary that closed ten years ago, and the hearses were still, you know, parked outside. That's crazy. And you think this is? What did the neighbors think? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So that that nice. was that was fun. So I, you know, I, sometimes you have to think outside the box, but. Not everywhere is going to be, you know, just an open door. You sometimes have to be a bit creative. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, has anything ever made you want to stop exploring? Like, have you ever had an experience that like scared you out of exploring for a while? You know, I, I'm very lucky. I never had an experience where I, I had anything happen or, you know, I ran into a homeless person or anything like that. Cause I know that that kind of thing happens. I mean, luckily yeah. in England, trespass is only a civil offense. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I know in America, you know, it's taken a little more seriously, but luckily everybody in America, probably cause I'm English, even when I've had the sheriff come, there's never been any problems. But, um, you know, there, there was one stage <clears throat> a couple of years ago where, um, you know, admittedly, you know, I, I was probably getting, uh, you know, and, and completely admitted, I was probably getting a bit too big for my boots in, in the community. This is before I started going to the States and everything. And my issue was I was finding a new spot myself every week. So I was wow. putting it all over Facebook and all the groups. And people were saying, oh, these are great. Can I get the pin? Can I get a pin? And I never wanted to give these people the pins. I thought, well, no, I don't know you. Yeah. And whereas I thought, yo, this is great. I'm actually a bit popular. I actually probably did get a bit too big for my boots. And, and, and it, I, I suffered this backlash with lots of people who don't explore anymore, where they literally wanted me to quit exploring. And, wow. you know, they made up rumors about me. I had, I had a, a YouTube video made about me. And this is this is no word of a lie. And they, they, they put my, my video up saying I was literally like a child molester. Here's my address. Holy shit. Um, literally just to get me to stop the hobby. And I just thought, you know, that, that's crazy because something really bad could have happened from that. 100%. Um, and I went to the cops and it got taken down. Uh, see, I'm saying cops, America, my police. <laughs> and mm-hmm. nothing ever happened. And, and thankfully, those people who did that, uh, they they stopped exploring about a month after. They haven't explored in years. And... Um, you know, I, I just, that was the point I thought, you know, is this worth it? I mean, what if this is really bad? But then I thought, well, no, because if, if, if you quit doing it, that's kind of letting these bullies win. And mm-hmm. um, so I, I didn't stop and um, made a lot more contacts. And I guess it kind of was a tiny bit of a lesson for me of not to be talking to lots of people and have a much smaller circle, which I have. Yeah. And it all worked out in the end, but it, it goes to show over a hobby how you know how people can be about it yeah absolutely so what do you do when you're not exploring abandoned places <laughs> well i i like to swim i keep fit um very much into dogs um are very social I, I travel a lot but then i i mix my traveling with urbex now like yeah. you know i'll go to germany and I'll, I'll hunt out you know the best apple strudel in you know hamburg but then oh, there's a Morgan Hamburg I want to do. So I've already <laughs> both. Uh, so yeah, I'm very sociable as well. Very big into uh, cinema as well. I like that. Sweet. Um, and, you know, other things as well. Like I'm starting, I, I sell a few. I'm starting to sell a few of my photography prints. Nice. And Good for you, man. So that, that's going quite well. It, it's, it's annoying though, because lots of people add to basket. <laughs> they <don't, laughs> and they just you know, abandon the, the So art. many. Yeah, I've seen the basket. Um so, you know, I've been doing that and um, so that's good. So I'm I'm always busy. I'm, I've always got stuff on, but I'm always in my mind thinking, okay, what is the next Urbex trip? I mean, now I've, I've already even still got stuff planned. I, I got back from, uh, I got back from Ireland only, you know, um, earlier and, uh, and then I'm going to Hungary in a, in a, in a couple of weeks. So there's always something in the pipeline. So, Love that. you know, never a minute's peace. 
<laughs> Amazing. Do you have any uh, bucket list items, like goal places that you want to hit? I mean, personally, I think, you know, I've done lots of Europe and, and lots of people say, oh, yeah, Europe's great for urbex. I think America is really good. I need to get to California. Yeah. Um, I, I still need that. There's still lots um, on the, the east, you know, the east coast I need to do. Um, but the, the place I really want to get to, I want to do Japan. A lot. Oh, dude, I'm trying to go next summer. Fuck. A lot. I want to do no, like a meetup. We we need to. Uh, I was I was in New say? York in in January, and I, I had I had dinner with with uh, two wonderful explorers, uh, Leslie uh, Huben from Bros of Decay, yep. and Marino, you know, from Explomo, and we, and we went yep. out and we had we had steak and oysters. It was it was great, <laughs> nice. and uh, and Leslie was telling us all the stories about you know when when he's been all over the world, and I mean Japan. The, it's amazing. I mean, have you, have you seen the, I, I don't know. I think it's very risky to go, but they have a, a town there that was evacuated and it's, it's literally sat. I don't know if you've seen it. I, I have. Yeah. The, it's, it's insane. I, it's I'm dying to go there. Work and there's, there's coffee cups and yeah. Leslie's telling me all about it. Like, Oh yeah, wow. it's fun. And I, I'm just thinking, oh, I'm so jealous. I need to go. But um, <laughs> apparently it's, it's very laid back over there. Um, if a place yeah. is abandoned, it stays abandoned because of right. super, and the locals don't give you any trouble so yeah um yeah i mean and some of the medical stuff i mean japan as a country looks amazing as well so right so that's that's definitely um that's definitely on it and one thing i haven't done and it's so near to me as well i haven't done chernobyl oh um, dude Ugh, i want to go so bad but like yeah. right now you, you can't you just can't you can't no it's no. fucked yeah, it's it's the very dust has I been I, kicked up again. Like the, it's so fucked up. I know. I don't know how long we're waiting on that, but no, Japan. I I would love. I really need to do and California yeah. as well. Although I don't know how much there is in California. I'm I'm told there's not masses, but I like California anyway. I like Venice Beach. Yeah. yeah, sure. I mean, I've got like I don't know eight or ten spots that that are in California. I've hit them all. I feel like I've hit everything there is to see in California. Obviously there's mm -hmm. new stuff popping up all the time, mm -hmm. especially after COVID, but, uh, yep. there's, there's hospitals, asylums, water parks. Uh, there's a train in the desert. Like th there's a bunch of shit. Yeah. I, I, I remember a few years ago, I, I flew to Boston. I drove from Boston to Rhode Island mm -hmm. and now I look back and I think I passed so many abandoned houses. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And I didn't know any different because I wasn't in the hobby then. It's crazy. Um, I went to, to that, that I went to uh that place where they filmed Shutter Island. No way. Yeah. Um that's Dude. just outside Boston. Um I forgot the name of it. It's terrible. It's and so now I think, oh, I would have loved to do a video there. But I thought, oh, this is fun. <laughs> you know, I didn't even attempt to get into any of the buildings. Oh so, God. Um, I forgot the name of it, but if you're if you're if you ever have uh. you been to Boston? Yeah, it's well. It was filmed in. I'm trying to find the place. Uh, da, 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 da. It's it's like a national park, but all the all the buildings, everything yeah. is still there. Mad Madfield, Massachusetts. Medfield Hospital, I think Medfield. Yeah, State Med Hospital. Medfield Hospital. Yeah, that's the spot. So, have you have you been? No, I have not. But I would love it's to go. Amazing. I love that movie. I love. Yeah, that movie. and that that's literally so where it was, and those buildings are all real, and I think they tidied yeah. them up a bit for the for the film, but sure. Wow. So yeah, I so I need to get back there as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I I've wanted to do this for a couple of years, and I can't do it this year because I I'm uh, I leave to go to Switzerland tomorrow actually. Uh, oh, nice. But I've I've wanted to do like a 
urbex meetup for Halloween, like mm-hmm. at you know one of the abandoned asylums or a jail or a prison or something, and just hang out and take photos and hang out for Halloween. I think it'd be something cool. So hopefully I can plan that for next year and just invite a bunch of people to go hang out. And there's some asylums that give like guided tours. Uh, same with, you know, old prisons, like there's Pinhurst yeah. asylum. You can like rent it out for the night or there's, um, Oh God, what's it called? Uh, Eastern state penitentiary. I did. Philadelphia. I did. Eastern state. I did that. Yeah, so you can rent it out for the night. So I think it'd be sick Could to do like an urbex meetup. Yeah. It'd be sick. I did that. It'd be so cool. I, yeah. Yeah. I did that in January and it was, it was freezing cold. Yeah. I did it a couple it was years amazing. ago. Yeah. It's and a cool there, spot. There was a, I, yeah, there was a bit of it when uh, they said, "Oh, you can't go there; it's it's falling down." So, and you're like, I "Well, I want I want to go <laughs> yeah. there." Yeah, I just climbed the climbed the barrier and just went and got some pictures. But, um, <laughs> Amazing. I, I I yeah, and there was it's annoying because there was a, a really really years ago a really good mortuary there, but it's no longer there. Dang, so. that sucks. I hate that we lose stuff, but it is a part of the the hobby to lose our spots. You know, some of them get burned down and. Some of them get just demoed, and it's it's oh, a, the, I I, the cycle I, I, of Urbex. It is, it is. Uh, it's a shame, even within a couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, if you could live in one place you've explored for an entire week, which place would it be? That's a great, great question. Um, when I was in uh, January, in January, I was in um, Philadelphia, and I did. Um, I missed it by about two weeks. It was it was open days every day, and then security got really big. It was at Lindhurst Hall. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't get to do Lindhurst Hall, but there was a, um, a a house opposite it called the Elkins Estate, which is um, a very very grand grand manor house with a big sweeping staircase, and it was just beautiful chandeliers, marble. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I could definitely live there for a week. I mean, I was happy just to stay and not go back to my hotel. For sure. um, so that was amazing. But then a couple of the houses I did in, in New Jersey were fully furnished, um, beds made. And I thought, well, you know, wow, this is better than probably a ho- than, the, than the hotel I'm currently staying in. <laughs> you paid like $150 for it. Plus parking. Yeah. Plus and parking. I thought I could have just, yeah. just stayed here, you know, and yeah. no one's going to bother me. But yeah, so so th- those places are good. Um, but Lindhurst Hall, I missed out on. But that, that looked mm-hmm. amazing. You've probably seen that doing the yeah, rounds yeah. at some point oh for sure do you ever get do you ever get to do that one no i didn't i so i haven't done much up in that area honestly because mm-hmm. i spent so much time in california you know i, I was there for eight years and so i kind of stayed on the west coast so now that i live in nashville i'm like starting to go over to the east coast more so i'm like do you just know uh there's starting. a guy from is it uh jeremy abandoned abandoned uh nashville abandoned, yeah yeah jeremy seems nice. yes yeah. he's awesome we actually explored um, an abandoned school together here um, nice. but he's been traveling for the past, I don't know, six, eight months, yeah, uh, yeah. all over the world. So he's been very busy. And I was actually just telling somebody the other day, like, I can't wait for him to come home, you know, like mm. so that I can go explore with him. <laughs> yeah, of course. When you're he's in California, cool did you, one, one place I would have loved to do, did you do the Cecil hotel? No, but I, I had somebody on the podcast that, uh, did Cecil, um, stayed the night there, like, you know, knew a security guard at the property and got to like <sighs> spend the night in that hotel. Crazy. Amazing. I would have loved to do that. But it's, it's reopened yeah. now, I think, hasn't it? Uh, I think they're renovating it. I don't know what's going on. It's in Skid Row, so it's like not a good area. But mm-hmm. it, I think they're reopening it or they're renovating or do, I don't know what their plans are for it. But it's it's still there. I mean, you can still kind of go check it out. Yeah, just even if it's from the outside. No, but for yeah, sure. that, that's one place I would have liked to do. 
Yeah, same. So. And I never got the chance, you know. I, I mean, I go back to California all the time, but I mean, mm. it's one of those spots that I'm like, I don't know if I want to do it if I can't stay the night. Like, if, if I'm doing Cecil, I have to be there overnight because it's like, you know, spooky. <laughs> yeah, was it spooky? Did they say it was? It was. It was good fun. They said it was pretty. Yeah, pretty spooky. You got to check out that episode. Um, I'll send you a link to it. It's it's super okay. good. Yeah, um, I know. I'd like to do that. I just, just yeah. listen to it with jealousy. You know. Oh, for sure. Um, <laughs> so what do you hope for the future of urban exploring? Um, you know what? I, I kind of, I'm, I'm happy where things are now where I'm, I, I get to travel a lot and, and I get to do all these trips and I've got a very nice circle. And, and it's, it's nice because since my social media has got bigger, you know, I, I've kind of made a few more contacts and um, I tend to find that especially the Americans are very, very friendly as well. So what do I hope? I obviously have to keep traveling. There's there's a few places I need to get ticked off the bucket list. And I just guess keep enjoying the hobby, um, keep doing some videos and, and just kind of looking forward to doing stuff because yeah. I think that there can be a point where if you let it kind of take over your, your life a bit too much, it kind of seems more like a full-time job rather than something you enjoy. So so I think that that's something I'm looking forward to as well, just enjoying it and kind of not overthinking, okay, you know, I've got a bit of, I need a video, I need to do this. Because uh, I keep reminding myself, you don't do YouTube. Don't worry about that. You know, this isn't your job. Yeah. So I think just, just I'm happy with the way things are going. And and if things are still like this in a year and hopefully do some more, some more, you know, very, very good locations, then, then I'm, I'm good with that. Awesome, dude. Um, and then last question is, what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started exploring? <laughs> um, that is that is something. Um, I'm better now, but I, I, I was awful at Google Maps. <laughs> I, I never knew anywhere. But um, um, luckily now, I'm very lucky <clears throat> because in England, I have a I – got, I can't really say too much about it, I don't really, but I, I have a, a friend of the family who – who uh, works in property. So I can find something oh, on Google Maps and I can say, hey, what's up with this? And within five minutes, they'll tell me, okay, yeah, it's occupied or it's not. So then wow. I know, okay, I'm not going to go and meet you know, somebody in there yeah. <laughs> living you know, with a shotgun. <laughs> so I wish I knew that years ago because I feel as if I probably would have done a lot more places, but For sure. you know, I wasn't as brave. Um, so I, I guess I wish I knew how to do that and I knew how to use maps because back then I didn't have a clue, you know, and nobody would help me. I remember. And it's mm -hmm. ironic. Nobody would help me when I joined the hobby. And, uh, and it's ironic because, you know, a year ago, these same people who didn't help me are the ones, you know, in my inbox. Oh, how are you? And I just think, well, you know, you don't want to know when I started. So yeah, um, yeah. I, I guess I wish I knew as well um, that not everybody in the hobby is, is kind of how they perceive themselves to be. You know, a lot of mm. people pretend to be a friend until they want something. Yep. And I think back then I was too trusting. So I guess I'd probably give myself a pep talk with that as well. But Absolutely. Every, everything happens for a reason. True. Facts. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you for coming on No Tracers. If people want to keep following your journey, where can they find you online? Drop your social media. Yeah, perfect. So I'm on Instagram and TikTok just as places forgotten. So it's just, you know, two words with the underscore. Um, and, and if people want to check that out, that's amazing. Um, and I hope people kind of enjoy, enjoy what I do because I love doing it. And thank you so much for having me. It's been a lot of fun. So that was my episode with Places Forgotten. If you want to check out his photography or some of his videos, I've linked his Instagram and TikTok down in the description for you. 
If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a rating and feedback. I would love to hear from you what you think about the show. And it also helps the show grow on the society and culture section of the podcast. Uh, it helps more people just like you find this show. If you want to come on No Tracers, hit me up at no.tracers on Instagram. Or you can email me at contact at notracers.com. Thank you again for listening to another episode of the No Tracers podcast. Go check out the website, notracers.com. You can see my blog, uh, my photography, my videos. You can pick up a copy of one of my books. I've got merchandise, all kinds of good stuff over there. So go check it out. Let me know what you think, and I'll talk to you next time. Stay strong. Keep enduring. Go out. Go explore something. And remember, leave no trace.